Hey everybody, John here with you again. I'm in my hotel room in a lodge in the middle of nowhere, uh, West Virginia in a state park here. It's absolutely beautiful. Last night um, I was in uh, Jesse, West Virginia, which is right next door, and there is a man, just a, a move of the spirit that's ridiculous, amazing, phenomenal, legit. And it makes me just yearn for, for so much more of this. And, you know, I walked in after driving like for two hours from the airport and all I saw were coal mines and little tiny houses and nothing else. And truly in the middle of nowhere. And then we turn the corner and there's this church and then the parking lot is packed and we had to park on the grass and go inside and two or 300 people just all over the place and pacing and groaning and crying and praying and prophesying and and people are just on their face and others are are praying for them and they're worshiping and prophetic uh, a prophetic atmosphere and man where in the world is this in America everybody I want to give you just a preview of what I'm going to talk about tonight I'm preaching tonight I'm so excited I get to preach in this atmosphere it is so rare everyone for me to step into an atmosphere that is as electric and alive as this. And so I'm ready. I can't wait. And we need to see churches like this emerge all over the nation. We need to see other churches just close. Just, just throw it in. Give it up. Close. Be done. Or make a shift. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking about you know, this shift tonight. And um, I'm going to record it. I'll upload it tonight or tomorrow. But you've got to make sure that you listen to that. But right now, I just want to, I just want to kind of off the cuff and kind of in a raw way, just ask the question: Where is this in other parts of the nation? You know, and I know, of course, you know, this church here. This isn't the epitome. This isn't the end result that we're looking for. This isn't the end goal. Um, but man, God's doing something, and they're open and they're hungry. And they, they had no desire to go home at the end. And, and it just went on and on and on. It was phenomenal. And where are these kinds of churches in the nation? Where are they? Um, I'm at the point in my ministry where I don't have to travel. It's, it's not something that I need to do. And it's honestly something that I don't really want to do. Uh, if God's not either directing me there um, or if God's not just blowing up in that place. Because I want to preach. I want to be involved with people that are hungry, that are ready. And uh, where are they? You know, I'm going to talk a little bit tonight. Just uh, And I've talked about this in the past. Where are the pavement people? The, the, the pavement people. You know, nowadays... Man, it just, it just, it sickens my spirit that churches are doing so much to try to draw in the crowd and try to, and trying to be relevant. You know, I was at Starbucks uh, the other day and uh, it was very interesting as I, as I was writing this sermon that I'm going to be, be bringing tonight and I was talking about this, this ridiculous issue of, uh, Relevance. I see this guy walking across the parking lot with a church t-shirt on uh, from a church in Branson, Missouri. And, and it said something to the effect of uh, relevant and authentic and something else. And I just watched, the, watched him walking across the street wearing that shirt right as I was writing about relevance and the issue of relevance. And, and I'm thinking, what in the world are we doing you know, the world doesn't want relevance. They already have that. You know, they have, they have Hollywood and the music world and 
television and Netflix and on and on, they're already delivering the entertainment that they want in a relevant fashion. They're already doing that. What the world wants is the shock and the awe of the glory of God. And in order to facilitate an environment like that, we need the pavement people. And you might be wondering, well, what the heck is, is that? And it's people that are not attracted to big programs. They're not attracted to some, you know, seeker friendly, you know, type of environment. They're not attracted to the big, to the big, um, you know, the, the presentation. They're, they're not attracted to that. They don't care about that. They're, they simply want to go where the, where the Kabod and the Shekinah glory of God is, is, is resting. And we see in 2 Chronicles 7, where Solomon, it says he finished his prayer and then fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple and the priest couldn't enter the house of the Lord because the glory filled the Lord's house. And, and, and get this, and it says, when all the people of Israel saw the fire come down, the glory of the Lord in the temple, they bowed, their, they bowed down with their faces to the ground on the pavement and they worshiped. Where are the pavement people? You know, I, I've often said that, you know, one indicator of revival truly breaking out in a church is not a full church. It's an empty church. It's where the fire of God consumes that place and people can't even get through the front door. And they're outside on the pavement crying out to God, declaring his goodness. You know, where are the pavement people? Where are they? Where are those that are, they don't, they don't care about programs. They don't care about children's ministry. They don't care about youth ministry. They don't care about, you know, whether they're going to be greeted with a handshake. Give me a break. Get, they don't care about, you know, uh, uh, making friends and fitting in. And they, they, they don't care about, is, am I going to be able to minister here? Are they going to let me prophesy here? Are they going to let me do this? They don't care about that. And I'm not saying there's, there, none of that isn't, important in a way I get you know sure whatever but they're just hungry for God they don't care if there's chairs or if it's air conditioned or man when I was in Haiti I mean I was preaching basically this church building was an outside church building it had a roof but no you know it was open around the sides and it was 100 degrees and, and humid, humid and, and people walked literally two three hours Every night, every single night in the heat and also in the torrential rain, they just walked right through and they were, they were decked out in their suits and their dresses and they were dancing and worshiping in the heat, in the rain, night after night after night. And these were, these are pavement people. This, this, this is what I'm talking about. Where are the hungry? Where are the zealots? Where are the passionate? Where are they? I have no desire to go preaching in a church. I'm just giving them a nice little sermon. God, I'm just so done with that. You know, every now and then I get this desire, and it could happen someday to launch a church or launch a, a revival, a local revival, you know, ministry. But but I'm asking myself the question: Are the are the zealots around? Where are, are the pavement people going to show up? Or am I going to start attracting people with all sorts of agendas and issues and 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 you know all sorts of of demands and or am I going to just draw hungry people where we can sit on the floor with a guitar in our lap and worship and cry out to God? And are, are, are the people going to come where they're going to repent and they're going to weep and they're going to contend and they're going to groan in the spirit? Are those people going to come? 
Because I have no desire to hang out with the other people. Unless they're going to awaken to this. I have no desire. I'm done. I'm 50 years old and I've been in ministry a long time. Planted two churches. Led, started and led two prayer ministries. Regional prayer ministries. I mean, had a, had a ministry school. I mean, I've done, I've done the stuff. I've done it. And, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm finished with just entertaining people that just want to kind of have a, a little nice church thing go, going on. Where are the pavement people? Where are they? Are you one of them? I mean, I'm hearing from people all the time that they're so done with church as usual and they, they can't find a church anywhere. People are here in Jesse. Google this place. It's in the middle of nowhere. I think there's, what do you say? There's, what, a thousand people here or 500? I don't know, some small number. I don't know how many. But people are here this weekend from, I believe the pastor said, seven different states. As far, as far away as, as Alabama. They came here because they're hungry for a move of God. They're hungry for God. They're passionate. And, and I can't believe it's crazy. It's crazy. We have to drive hours and hours and hours and hours to find a church on fire. And again, I just showed up here last night. I don't know all the ins and outs of this church. I don't. I don't. I'm sure that I'm sure this church has issues just like every other. But my point is, is the presence of God was here, and I know when He's here. They were in and and they were hungry and, and eager and ready, and they wanted to let God move. And I believe the same thing is going to happen tonight. But I get emails all the time from people all all over all over the world, all over the United States, all the time, all the time. I'm getting these emails. People asking me where a church like this is in their area. In fact, I got one this morning. Someone asked me, where can they find the church like I talk about in their area? And 99 times out of 100, I have to tell them, I don't know. I haven't heard of anything. Pastors, what are you doing? What's going on? Get over your numbers. Quit counting people. Stop it. I see you know, some pastors walk around every Sunday morning counting how many people are there. Stop. Stop it. How offensive that is, honestly. Stop. Stop with this church growth nonsense. Stop. Stop. And gather the people that are willing and contend. And let the others leave. Let the pretenders leave. I mean, I mean I'm done. I think some of you listen to this. You're done with church as usual. Done. Done with the handshakes. Done with the done with the goofiness. Done with the order of service. Done. 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 Stop. Please. There's people crying out, pastors. For an authentic, real, legit, not relevant, real move of God that will absolutely invade every comfort zone we have. It'll bring us right back to the ancient, the ancient realities of the upper room. Evan Roberts. 
I'm gonna I'm, I'm at my computer. I want to quote this. I'm gonna quote this right. He has a quote. It's my favorite quote of all time. I kind of have it memorized, but I want to read it. There's a, and here it is. It's my favorite quote of all time. Internet here's a little slow in this lodge in the middle of nowhere. Let me read this to you. He says, this is Evan Roberts. Of course, he's the, he's the guy that launched the Welsh Revival. And this is the prescription for revival. Congregate the people who are willing to make a total surrender. Pray and wait. Believe God's promises. Hold daily meetings. That's it. And when we do that, and when we see churches doing that, and when we can cancel all the all of the, the the unnecessary programs and ministries, stop it. We bring focus from people back to God instead of focusing on the people coming through the doors. We're focusing on God instead of Ichabod being posted above the doorposts of our churches. Kabod is posted above the doorposts. When all this happens, everybody, we're going to see a move of God in this nation, but. We are far from it now. Leave me some comments. I want to hear what you have to say. You know, I'm not traveling much. I'm taking myself off the road. I've been off the road for a couple years. I'm just, I'm done. But if you're a pastor and you're, and you're, you're here in my heart, you want to bring me out, I'll think about it. I'll pray about it. If it's a God thing, I'm there. But what do you think about all this? Talk to me. All right. Talk to you next time.